Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Growing Deep podcast. This is your host, Sarah Posh, and this is the monthly deep dive for September 2019. I use a combination of all of my favorite things (laughs) to do these monthly forecasts. The kind of structure and backbone is guided by the astrology of the month, so the astrological transits, the collective transits. To make sure to clarify, I don't break down the exact transits day by day throughout the month. I will not go through the, the actual day by day transits. I, what happens to be most genuine and authentic and inspired for me is to really instead talk about the overarching themes. What is the especially for this month, there's a series of transits happening collectively that we'll go through and break down. And for me, astrology is all about, you know, using, creating context and meaning, kind of having this like secret insight into the energy that's going to be here so that we can have more fun and empowerment and confidence and grace to, to show up and to live. And so, yeah, it's really about having this fun co-creative dance with the divine and I my intention is to give you as much information to give you as much um, guidance through that to empower you um, to use to make the most out of it so that is the process and I'm really excited to dive deep with you this month has a lot in store which we will get into for sure. Um, the first kind of image that came to me when I started was the uh, the phrase make believe and the universe, my guides literally crossed out believe but kept it there so I could see it and, and replaced it with make it real. So this month is getting real on us but it's actually just making our, our dreams a reality. So it's really cool and I look forward to going into that with you. As always, I am honored to open this conversation and share this conversation with you. And also I'm available to connect with in other ways. I have a variety of services that I offer. You can check me out on my website. It's www.saraposh, just my name, S-A-R-A-H-P-A-A-S-C-H.com. And check out my services. I do astrology readings. I do manifesting activation sessions because I'm a human design manifester and it is my role to initiate. Um, It's basically like a really awesome consultation call where I take whatever your idea is or wherever you're at and help you really up-level it to what your potential is, which is usually really awesome. Um, and activate initiate you in that so that and then also some one-on-one private coaching package options that you can check out and learn more on my website you can also check me out you can connect on instagram i tend to be pretty active day to day on instagram keeping up with the astrology keeping up with the the guidance um you can check me out on there my instagram handle handle is sarah underscore posh so again just first and last name And yeah, if you have any questions, reach out. If you're looking for some support, you know, schedule a free consultation call. If you've never had an astrology reading or you've never had one with me or 
you just really want to invest in one, book that on my on my site. Or check me out on After Dark Deep Astrology with the Leo King astrologer David Palmer and the spirit advisor Dylan on Tuesday nights live on YouTube on the Leo King's channel. You can always check me out there too, so free content. Other than that, let's dive in because September is not waiting for us. The first thing that I want to share is that... Um, Full transparency, I, I do the full podcast first and then I go back and I record the intro and really do the final editing and, and publish it. And it's so cool, you'll see when we get we get to the end, you'll see what I'm really talking about. But I, I think it's such good medicine to share and just let you know that when I was doing this podcast, I had so many doubts come in. I had so many opportunities to just stop and give up. And really, I've been working on creating and publishing a independent podcast for my astrology readings, my monthly forecasts for a while. And I've, it's been, um, you know, I, I, it's worked when I'm with other people. I've really, it's really easy for me to have a conversation um, with somebody. And and this, I know I'm, I know I'm ready. I know I'm ready for this next step, this next stage of my evolution, which is to also go solo on some things and, um, just let my channel be open, uh, clear channel, independent channel for you guys. And so much resistance came up. I had every voice in my head that could have potentially stopped me come in and I did it anyways. So Cheers to the process. Cheers to like having fear and putting it in the back seat and just keep on driving. Turn up the music, enjoy the ride, and to like really just prioritizing the the creation over the perfection or over um, you know getting it perfect, getting it right. That is my share because after I was done, it felt so good. And I'm really excited to share it with you guys. It's perfect as it is. And I'm sure it'll continue to get better because that's, that's how life works. <laughs> so with that, let's really dive in to September. Wow, I am really stoked for this monthly deep dive. September is not messing around. But the energy is so great, like because after August and all of 2019, we're not messing around either. (laughs) And if you're at a place where you've really been putting in the work, you've really been investing in yourself and doing the hard work of of doing that deep, deep self-reflection and really making those changes, really sacrificing the any attachments we had last month really it it really called us forward and called us out in terms of these claims we make on these changes we want it really activated us and gave us this so many opportunities to clean up to clean up and clear out and complete so many things and now we have this space of closure and also very moderated anticipation. There is a very beautiful, deep knowing that is, is available right now for us. 
it has been earned. It has been something that we have we have weathered many storms and experiences of confusion, of change, of gain and loss, a lot of trial and error. That's a really great way to put it. But what we've gained out of it, it's not, August didn't even give us necessarily, maybe it did give us a lot of material gain. Maybe that was what part of what August did because really August was all about the energy that's been changing, the cultivate, cultivation of this change that we've been having internally for the last you know, year, really, in all of 2018, 2019, collectively and personally, but especially over the last few months of the summer, August brought that change out. So it activated our external environment, our reality to shift and, and reveal itself to mirror the change that's been happening internally. And anything that wasn't congruent with that, anything that wasn't resonant with the up-leveling, the maturing, the transformation that's happened within was really called up for review. Called up, asked to be cleaned up, and it, it was messy, but it, it was like the mess got worse because it had to get cleaned. Really like Virgo cleaned. And so there's been this this beautiful assimilation and completion and processing and integration that's brought us to this moment, to September, where we are officially in the birth. <laughs> we are not at the activation of a rebirth. It is, it is ready to start moving. And so the path is established in September. By now, the path is established, and it's this really, um, September's astrology and energy is this activation of our alignment. It is the solidification of our change. It's like we've signed, dated, and turned in the contracts to our universe, to our reality um, from a soul level. We're like, okay, I'm, I'm all in. You know, and if if there's anything that I would say right now, if there's anything you're still kind of on the fence about, September is not a month to be on the fence. We, if we go into this month unclear with ourselves, unclear with who we are, unclear with a sense of purpose, unclear with a sense of where the direction we need to move forward, that is really important starting point. We actually can't make the most out of this astrology until we've done that work. It's very, very important. And what I want to make sure that we recognize is that it's really easy to think, oh, I don't know what I... I, To think it has to be um, that we have to know exactly what it is we want. That might be for some people. I know for me personally, I'm getting really clear in a lot of ways of what I want. And also, there's still a lot of unknown. And that's going to be very true for September. But hopefully, what you do have is a very clear idea of what you do not want. And this is really the medicine of where we're moving. Like This is the next stage of our collective ascension, our collective awakening, is entering the dynamic, the dance with life in this way where... We're no longer resisting any experiences. September is all about embracing everything. It's about loving the opportunity to just get more and more and more clear 
and just more and more and more refined and just like carved out. So knowing what you want is beautiful. The things that are working, that's giving you feedback, that that's that's great. The energy feels great. When I put the energy in, I feel the energy come back just by being a part of that flow. And I'm really clear, hopefully by the end of August, by the beginning of September, right now you're really clear on what does not fill your tank, what drains your energy, what is no longer a match. It could be a literal person. It could be a relationship, a job, but there is, it is very clear what's not working. And so many times we get stuck in our grief process of just fighting what's not working or drowning in the sadness, um, not wanting to really move forward. You know, it's, it's like this kind of self-pitying um, and we're sad and, and that's so true. And there is so much power right now in just letting everything, every experience be um, an invitation to deepen your clarity of what, what you need and what you need to move forward. So September is all about moving forward and moving forward in a clear direction in a very mature and moderated pace. We're going to go into that even more. Um, I wanted to share this kind of beautiful intro into September, this beautiful image that I received while preparing for this podcast um, with you because I think it's, it's where we are. It's where we're starting, hopefully, for everybody. And the word that came was closure. But the image is something different than what we normally think when we think of closure. Normally, when we think of closure, we think of, you know, I think about like, um, like think about things that like didn't fit anymore, like an old pair of jeans you outgrew. And so you put them away and you're really, there's some nostalgia there. There's some grief. There's some, you know, we look at, we look back on the experiences. We look back on the things that we're letting go of that we're, you know, we're packing away and, and giving away and making space, you know, for new things to come that we're ready for. And there is a sadness because there's a level of acceptance and it's not what we've lost. It's about what we've gained, what it's given us. And so it might be really hard to let that pair of pants go. It might be really hard to let go of um, a certain habit, a certain belief, even unconsciously. There might be some resistance to letting that go because in the really deep roots of love, there's just, there's love. And there's, there were good moments. There was so much good that came from them. And we want to hold on, but, but we know we can't. It's no longer fit. It no longer fits. And so this closure, what it's giving us, it's giving us this simultaneous um, invitation to really drop into that, that grief. And we need to do that process. We need to lean into what we're, where we're letting go and not bypass the experience or the process there's going to be layers of sadness and maybe anger or disappointment um, really going in and being okay with this part of the process we don't have to be super comfortable with it (laughs) but we do have to be receptive and open to the whole process because what happens when we actually engage with the entire thing and we really lean in 
On the other side, we also get this new reflection, this new solidification, this new ownership, this new realness of what has been, what we have grown into. What is the new change? Who, who is this self that's looking in this mirror and for the first time really seeing this person, really seeing, wow, I'm not only like trying to change or aware of the change internally or there's certain people that are able to recognize my change. It is without a doubt clear to me who I am and just how much I truly have changed. And what a gift, what a gift for me to be able to know, wow, I am, I'm, we are not the same. We are not the same people. And that's beautiful. So we're at this crossroads and now we're like, wow, (laughs) I am so ready. And August got us fired up and September is on the move. September is really bringing this, all these changes to life. And as we look in this mirror and we really see, we really see ourselves clearly, we have this clear sense of who we are we are now enabled to trust ourselves and we can therefore modify and moderate our actions according to these new drivers of our consciousness. It's like before the old, you know, the person who wanted to, who invested into the change, the the person who was invested in making the change was driving. But now that person doesn't need to drive. We've made the change. And it's like this new self, this integrated self, this this is ready to drive. And September is going to be challenging because now we've moved from the excitement of conception in August of the change to the actual labor of this change. And we have to hold the paradox of what that means. So while there is this transition from Virgo season into Libra, we have the fall equinox. We have the transition from light into dark. And that doesn't mean there is no light, but the balance is changing. The balance is shifting. The tides are moving. And we're in this phase of transition. And what's so important for us is that we are not in denial about the fact that it's happening whether we like it or not once we've conceived of a child like in birth there there's once we get to a certain point i mean we're at 33 weeks we know at some point we're actually going to have to go through the labor process like there's no backing out at that point and that's where we are and so Does that mean that we have to go into the labor process and completely like fight and it has to be really terrible and really messy? No, it's like, how can we engage and prepare ourselves for this labor? How can we prepare ourselves to work with this process? You know, taking deeper breaths, 
hiring um, a doula, hiring somebody to support us, hiring a coach, giving ourselves that support that we're going to need to remind ourselves, like, is somebody squeezing my hand while I'm breathing and pushing this new life force through (laughs) into my reality? When the resistance comes up, am I going to have the things I need around me to really hold me in the steady state of participation and mature participation. So we're going to go through the main themes of the month astrologically and engage, you know, where it's kind of show and highlight how the astrology is, is really giving us this feedback saying, it's okay, we're going to need to hold this paradox, holding the paradox of so many things. But the things that are going to be really active that I'm seeing is holding the paradox of our old self and our our new self. Holding the paradox of the self that was in process of changing, that was learning how to change, that was learning what needed to change with the self that has made the change and is ready to move forward and begin a new journey. Holding the paradox of having so much clarity and also so much unknown. We might be crystal clear on the things that we're letting go of, the things that we've completed, of the things that we're going to focus on, that really that what is like our priority, what's most important to us. We've gotten really clear on that and we don't know where the fuck we're going. We don't know what that's actually going to look like. We don't have some long-term plan because we've never been here before. And we've never done this before. And we aren't working in systems and, and culturally and in like this capitalist way. Like there isn't, it's not the old way. It's not the old way of like, oh, I just, you know, I work my way up this way. And by this many years with the company, I'm going to have this bonus. And then it's going to be a retirement. Like we don't have a long-term plan that's written out in our contract in terms of like, when we're going to have the manifestation and what it's going to look like. We don't, we don't know what's next, but we know for sure the direction that we're going in, at least hopefully we're, we're getting that. And that is what is so, that is our number one secret weapon in September is to hold that gem of clarity of where we're going and what's coming with us and what you know what is the most important thing to us and who we are and who we aren't um because we're gonna have we're gonna be tested we're gonna be going through these labor pains and there's gonna be pangs and there's gonna be contractions and there's gonna be you know resistance there's gonna be it's it's gonna come up there's gonna be a detox process simultaneously happening while we're moving and really making real all of this beautiful birth of this this new self, this new life. And that's okay because we know that. And we can name this pain, we can reframe, we can use the power of mindfulness, of awareness to reframe any pain that shows up, any really emotional pain, maybe even mental pain, um, having you know running thoughts going through our mind, self-doubt, self-doubt as a pain, It is only the pain of promising new beginnings. And we're already here. We're already on the path. The birth is already underway. So we have to keep going. 
we, we can't stop. We can't stalemate ourselves at this place. Also holding the paradox of endings and beginnings and then with the equinox of light and dark. We're going to use um, our power of reframing. That's going to be a huge theme in September um, because it's all about experience and it's all about trusting yourself enough to be able to make decisions moment to moment. We can get caught up. It's going to be this month not wanting to, um, the, like getting stuck in inertia, right? Um, because we can't make a decision. This month is about making decisions and adjusting through action. So it's the medicine is not to sit and talk about it, not to go into overanalyzation with Virgo, um, but to get into action to really on that earth medicine, to really the mutable earth medicine with the trines to Uranus and all the Capricorn energy, Saturn and Pluto and the South Node. It's really about taking a risk and taking a very calculated risk in the sense that it's it's very mindful and conscious that it's in alignment with the clarity that you've gained from August. Like no going back, no, no being kind of naive as to the power of your choice. And what, like if you, if you repeat things at this point, it will be a very painful labor process for you. So um, continuing to just be committed to this new path is very, very beneficial for everybody. One of the best things I love about astrology is that when we have context, we have so much space. For me, context really provides a spaciousness to not fight my reality, to not fight what's happening. And the context of astrology gives us this power to respond and to participate in a way that we know what to expect. We might not know the exact form that's going to be manifested, but we know the energies that we're working with and we know the overall theme. We can see the bigger picture and really use that to inform our decisions moment to moment. So knowing what to expect and then making sure you really set yourself up for success. With that, I'm going to go into what is the labor process that we're going to be going through. <laughs> what is the astrology telling us? What is the poetry? What is the medicine? And this month, all of the personal planets in Virgo, remember we have Mercury, the Sun, Mars, and Venus all in Virgo right now. And all of them came into Virgo and made this beautiful trine with Uranus. So Mercury is the last one today, actually the first day of the month. Rabbit, rabbit, by the way, making this beautiful trine with Uranus. That's really what I see as that activation, that transition from the conception of a new birth, of a new idea, of a new seed happening into like we're, it's gestated and we're, we're pregnant with it, right? Like it's real. Um, and it's, it's ready to be born. So there's like this closure that's been coming with these trines to Uranus. That's really been moving us forward because remember Uranus is all about liberation and progression and really moving us forward. Um, and it's in this beautiful, like way of bringing closure to things and clarity. And then all of these planets in September now are going to have the opportunity to go through the same process, but at their own pace. And every single planet in Virgo is going to first make a trine to Saturn, then a square to Jupiter, 
in Sagittarius, and then an opposition to Neptune in Pisces, and a trine to Pluto at the end. Pluto and Capricorn. So we know the labor process. We know what's supportive, the trine energy. We know where the challenges are going to be. We know where there's going to be friction. We know where there's going to be that two, you know, (laughs) the old self, the new self, the two paradox. They aren't just sitting across the table talking. Um, These squares to Jupiter are going to come across like they're going to be competing for our attention and our energy. There's going to be choice points in that energy. And then these oppositions to Neptune, where it's going to be a lot of needing to integrate and a lot of really needing to bring together, um, and not escape or run away and, and really make a clear participation into going forward. And then a trine to Pluto to really deepen, deepen this whole process and make real, really coming out of the birth canal, really not just moving towards that, light at the end of the tunnel or like stepping into the fire but I see this as like emerging from the fire emerging out of the birth canal or out of the labor so beginning with the trine to Saturn in the beginning of the month and every time we have one of these planets trining over to Saturn we can use the trine as the support it's a supportive aspect in the sense that the energy is really fluid it's really open it's moving really fluid and fast and with Saturn nothing moves fast right so it's all about moving in moderation it's all about patience and a capability to contain our moments of resistance so when there might be resistance showing up to change as self-doubt or as you know, um, procrastination or maybe, you know, staying out too late or not, you know, kind of just stepping off track at all. With the trying to Saturn, it's kind of like, okay, what are my kind of usual ways of getting in my own way? Like where I can know, I know myself enough. This is really what this month's about. Like, you know yourself. What are your, what is your thing? What is your block if you had one? And how can you set yourself up for success to navigate this with the most responsibility and confidence and really it's, it's grace, with grace as you move forward. So with patience, we can have these, this informed action. With this trying to Saturn, it's giving us this opportunity where even if the temptation to go off track, to do the old thing is there, there might be like, Oh, like the option will be there to not show up for yourself for the new change. But with this trying to Saturn, it's like we really have the support to make informed decisions that even though the resistance is there, we can contain it and hold ourselves, Saturn really hold ourselves and move forward one small step. We don't have to do some huge leap. Saturn doesn't want that. Saturn just wants to know you're going to clock in. Saturn really wants to know it's like it's real, like you really are committed to what you say you're committed to so it's like moment to moment we we give ourselves the task moment to moment we don't look ahead and say okay now that I've made this change I need to be perfect I need to have no resistance and we we're really realistic so there's this matter of realism that's this practicality that wisdom of common sense that's really here to support us in the beginning of the month 
so that we start really getting it right, not just getting it done. And we really keep anchored to that long-term clarity of the bigger picture of who we are and purpose. Like, what is our purpose for being here? And that is what will drive us through these moments of resistance. It will really call us forward and we'll be able to show up. So really giving yourself that awareness, knowing ahead of time, setting yourself up for success. Another thing with Saturn is really investing in in support. So Saturn is about giving ourselves like that, that parenting, any kind of reparenting we need to do, any kind of structure or discipline that, you know, there might be resistance, there might be a tantrum here or there, but how can we lovingly encourage ourselves to to really trust that it's going to pay off if we do the thing that is right for us in the long run. There might be a temptation, right, to, um, to just get something done fast or get something done quickly. And I really encourage you with this, this monthly, with this medicine and this astrology to not rush, to really just get clear and be really like that, like, empress energy you know it's like it's it's very calm it's very still and it only moves when it's when it needs to when necessary so necessary movement forward and investing in any kind of support we need for that so there's help if we reach out there's a lot of resources this trying to saturn is like there's a lot of resources if we don't know what we're doing ask for help who has done it before People have done things successfully. It might not be exactly what you're doing, but being willing to get, you know, get experience in something that invest in the experience, invest in the support, invest in learning from to really build your authority, your inner authority, your inner understanding and and like leadership for where you're going. And if we do that successfully, <laughs> we keep this vision clear as the planets then move into their squares to Jupiter, the next phase, and we're, we're given this, we're invited into this kind of testing moment, it's going to test our aim. Sagittarius is all about the aim. It's all about the truth. It's all about the, the journey towards that truth and just, just single-pointed focus in, a certain, in one direction. So we're not running around on a horse, running in circles, just like all over. If we have where we are and we know we want to get, we don't know how we're going to get to where we're going, but we know where we're going. We know it's towards the direction of whatever clarity August and the eclipse season has given us. What that has to guide us, that has to become kind of our principle for the actions that we take, the things that we say yes and no to as we move forward. This square to Jupiter is the temptation to go big or go home. That's how I'm seeing this. The temptation to not harness the energy, to really kind of like overdo, overcommit, kind of pretend that we can do way, biting off way more than we can chew. Like literally like filling our mouths with so much food that we can't even chew the food to swallow it it's like knowing that if i if i don't take if i oh my gosh yeah it's like when your eyes are way bigger than your stomach and then you waste 
all of that food and you don't know what to do with it and it's like not good leftover. Right now, this is really about moderation and knowing that moderation now is what's going to pay off in huge dividends in the long run, making really, really calculated risks, right? It's really making discerning choices about like starting out small um, and, and building from there. So really bringing in that Saturn into this square to Jupiter, um, being okay with really accepting also the small losses because what's perceived as a, as a loss to us in this moment, um, we need to be mindful. We need to be careful about if that loss, if that temporary loss is necessary. Sometimes there is a necessary loss in a big long-term gain. And so picking your battles with these squares to Jupiter is going to be really important. Picking your battles and then also picking your your projects, picking what you say yes to, like time management right now, being really refining our aim, our direction, our channeling of this energy. And I want to make sure to, to point out that this square to Jupiter, it's activating the bigger alignment of the Jupiter square Neptune. And Jupiter square Neptune is, has happened twice already this year, and then it's going to be happening a third time, its final time this month. And so the thing with squares and astrology are, it's a 90 degree angle. And the next aspect after a square is a 120 degree angle, which is a trine. So the goal or like the, the hope or the potential that lives inside of really this forced growth of a square, this really charged, this friction of energy is that we work this kink out. We put in the work, we really go through this Pro, this labor process, right? This trial and error, we and the experiences that that it gives us. Eventually, the beauty that comes through that is this refined, trying energy. We open the energy; it's fluid, it's embodied, it's graceful, it's it's really anchored in this way. It's real. The change is real. So, the test with the Jupiter this month is like it's this is like a final layer of like the masterclass you've been in and you're more than ready to step up to the plate and it's going to feel, I think it's going to feel really good. I think there's going to be charge, but we're going to feel like ready and clear because it's not new. It's, um, it might be manifesting in a new way, but like we know we've learned the lesson. We have like the data bank of the answer already within us. So we're going to use that to direct us as we go forward through the square to Jupiter. And then we're going to hit this opposition to Neptune. Great. Okay. I, I made the choice. I said no to something, right? And, I, and I've shown up for the things I've said yes to. And then this opposition to Neptune is like, now what if it gets hard? What if, but now there's this now comes in the doubt. I, the opposition to Neptune I see as the introduction of self-doubt. And, and I also see it as the opportunity to really integrate our clear vision with reality. The medicine I'm, I'm seeing with this is to not fight or escape our reality. To not, if we think about the opposition with Neptune as two sides of kind of a balance beam, it's like not to completely ignore Neptune and fight our reality and get into that human like 3D 
all or nothing, like I'm gonna make this work. If we go into control mode, control is almost the opposite of Neptune because Neptune dissolves all boundaries. It has no, it has no container. It merges with everything. It's like the, <laughs> the dissolution of all things, the permeation of all things. And so to like not trust in something else, to not believe that there's something greater than ourselves, that there's something beyond, there's more meaning and there's more spiritual meaning behind what's happening in our reality, that's Neptune. To not listen to that, like to take any roadblocks and just put in like like digging your heels into the grindstone right now and like forcing something that will cause a lot of potential suffering. And then the other side of it is like swaying into the Neptune side. So completely ignoring reality, kind of numbing ourselves out by really maybe dropping into the, um, the temptation of confusion, saying, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's wrong. And, or nothing's wrong, denial. Nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. Self-doubt disguised as wisdom. It's like, Oh yeah, like it's it's everything's okay, and I, I I don't need to um, course correct here. I don't need to this. I don't need to change this. Um, so not fighting or escaping reality because that really isn't gonna get us anywhere at this point. And really, I, I think I don't think anybody wants to do that. I know for me personally, I'm like I I know what happens when we do that. It's it comes back. There's the scale always rebalances. That's the thing about the opposition. Like it's always the other side doesn't go away. If we ignore it, eventually the pendulum's always gonna swing back. So knowing that ahead of time, just with this mature confidence of like and a deep acceptance. This is where you know acceptance becomes beautiful medicine because we accept reality as it is, but we aren't defeated by it. We don't give up but we do surrender to a certain extent. And then that surrender empowers us to make a decision to readjust. So we release attachment in this phase, we release control, and this is gonna require us to really know ourselves. So any kind of spiritual practice, any kind of mindfulness practice, formal meditation, informal meditation, anything that really helps us to drop in to that awareness, that embodied awareness, that internal knowing of ourselves, this is really going to be what gets us through this portal and really tuning out the noise of everything around us and maybe even the noise of the self-doubt. It's like, don't let yourself prematurely stop this change by taking in too much external feedback. How can you use the Neptune medicine of that deep connection by finding engaged stillness? engaged stillness right conscious in action it's not stopped and inertia it's pausing it's extending the breath it's slowing down and kind of checking out momentarily so that we can really check in all systems go and when i say all systems go that is like the best way to define the final culmination of this, the trine to Pluto. If we get through all of this and we're not stuck in overanalyzing the details or planning, we're not stuck in self-doubt, we're not stuck in fighting or resisting or trying to control the unknown, 
we've really shown our, we've really risen to the occasion, all systems go. And this trine to Pluto is just deepening our reserve tanks, our energy, and the f- just flowing us all the way through this birth canal of change. And with Pluto, um, what I think it's so beautiful that it ends on Pluto because Pluto is the ruler of evolution, of transformation, and not of completion, not of endings, not of, you know, it's, it's so beautiful because the whole purpose of September is to call us in and call us forward to like rise to the occasion to really show up for who we are in the bigger in the bigger picture and to surrender our like desire to to fight the experiences in any way on a deep level our souls came here for the experience i mean that is the, that is why we are here is to gain the experience and the knowledge and to grow and to evolve and we're constantly in this process of this death rebirth of this evolution of this gain and then loss this trial and this error and it's not about what we're learning you know personally and collectively it's truly not about any destination every time we think we've graduated every time we think we've gotten the answer or the truth that Sagittarius medicine of it's about the journey and Pluto's medicine of surrender to the nature, the power of of just nature, nature's laws. When we're aligned to a divine will, when we're aligned with Pluto, we're aligned with the higher will. We're aligned with the greater process. We can see the bigger picture and we're surrendered to wherever we are on that cycle. The wheel is always going to be turning. And the only thing that we know for sure that's always true is that change is constant. Impermanence is the nature of our reality and of ourselves. So we end with this note of empowerment that comes from alignment to the greater will of of spirit, of something greater than ourselves, of our destiny, of our calling, of really being in service, not for a certain dollar amount, but for what I'm going to do with that dollar amount, what, who it's going to serve and how I'm going to give back so that when I leave this plane of existence and I look back, I leave my mark. I leave my legacy. I leave something that outlives this incarnation. And that's the power of this month and this cycle. If you're aligned to that, you will be rewarded it will be richly rewarding. It will be deeply rewarding and satisfying. And it will be satisfying to the soul. It will be worth every ego death, every step along the way, every grief that you encountered, every loss that you had to surrender to. It'll be worth it if you're connected, truly connected to that deep, rich knowing of who you are, of remembering who you are, and your power to contribute to really making a change in this world. So there's a deep activation of all of our purpose for incarnation. And it's, it's big. This is huge and so beautiful. I think it's no coincidence and it's so beautiful that all of this happens. And there's 
as soon as it's done, it kind of wraps up. You know, Mars is the final one to make these um, opposition to Neptune and trying to Pluto. And all of this happens from today, the first day of the month, through the 14th. And then on the 18th, on September 18th, Saturn stations direct. And the only thing left after that is Mars final trying to Pluto the very next day. So it's like all these final steps of really rebuilding this new life. Like we're just like turning all the switches on and we're getting everything in place and we're packing all the like bags and everything is being prepared. And then Saturn stations direct and it's like go. Like it is actually the the made real it is brought to form it is brought to life and we move the the path progresses it unfolds and we begin in this really beautiful way i'm going to be so interested to see how that shows up um in reality when we reflect back on this time and then we move into libra season and we move into transitioning into the fall equinox into the fall into really this cardinal air sign it's about engaging with others it's about this change that we've worked so hard and for the first half of September done these kind of final checks and balances of really showing up and, and kind of like okay like I, everything is cleaned up and ready to go and it's on point and I'm like fully in my power and now all the people that I need to take it into the world will start being presented to me. Libra is all about bringing it now into relation with the world into relation with others it's now it's really calling us forward and it gives us this initiation into the social aspect of of this purpose of these contracts and that is this beautiful transition and it's not something that we have to activate and go seek you know it's really it's that libra being the fall equinox we're moving from you know, a time it's equal day and equal night. And from there going forward, the night is going to start to become greater than the, than the day, the dark and the light. And it's all in perfect balance, right? Like we've mastered the like aligning with the nature, divine will and the laws of nature. And we see this as perfect. We don't resist it. We're not like, oh, now I'm, I need to go out and do all these things. It's like, no, now I need to just really be receptive and available for what's coming to me. I'm, I'm just continuing to, when I see the darkness, I actually get this image of like this space. I mean, at night, that's when we look up, we can see the stars. So we start to begin to really open the space to see like, what is all this space to be filled? And we start to have things come in towards us that can sit in this really deep, rich um soil of of our whatever's coming next of our next you know exciting phase and next experiences so really embracing this opportunity this this first half of the month really is like before the equinox put yourself out there take the action you know use the moment use the daytime use your hours in the day invest in your time and energy because then we're not going to have as much time and it's going to be more about um that inaction in that sense where it's not putting it all out but now it's like listening and it's it's as it comes in we we move with it um it's really beautiful and then after that saturn stations direct 
then we have our final, third and final, Jupiter square Neptune on September 21st. This time, Neptune's retrograde, Jupiter is not. And like I said earlier in the podcast, this is really not, I don't think that this is, this isn't coming for me, this isn't coming in as um, a huge like washout, like it might have been in the first two transits of the year. Um, this, they're both really big energies and they're both in their home signs. Jupiter and Neptune have the potential to really, when they're in a square, so they're in this like friction aspect, it could just be like a huge washout, a huge like delusion or buying into like just falling for a scam, (laughs) like really getting lost, really just like, you know, going way, way, way far in a direction that really didn't serve or is, wasn't ever truly the direction we needed to go. I feel like this is actually as the third square, the opportunity for the growth to be real. So the change that we've been making in, in our belief systems, our belief structures, and our perception of reality, our ability to see the bigger picture, Jupiter, our our morals, our ethical code is also Jupiter, our kind of connection to the richness of what it means to be alive, what it what does it mean to, you know, get the most out of life, that's that's Jupiter in Sagittarius. It's really like just getting so much from the joy of the journey and it never matters if we reach the destination because we're we're always on our way and we're just we're really in the moment we're experiencing where we are and it's where we're meant to be and we know that we're connected to that in a deep way and it aligns to our spiritual values our spiritual beliefs our spiritual visions our hopes for the future, this Neptune um, desire for, you know, collective change, this, we see now how it's possible and it's happening moment to moment. We're no longer kidding ourselves that, you know, we can't make a difference in the world or that maybe, you know, this Jupiter-Neptune square could be like falling into dogmatic religions that really are still driven by fear. It's, it's using the power of fear against us and being over-identified with one God image, one image of God, one image of kind of spiritual safety in a sense that we'll be saved. And now it's like, we don't need to be saved because we're no longer afraid of death. We're no longer lost in identifying with a spirituality or a spiritual teacher. It's like, the richness of bringing the spiritual practice here to life now and trusting getting like that that quality of spiritual awakening and it's almost like transcending through being incredibly present and engaged with your life in a way that is jupiterian that is joyful and it's optimistic and it sees the silver lining it sees the the beautiful and everything it sees, the beauty in every one. And there's no longer this like need to compartmentalize, you know, right or wrong or really making, um, like using spirituality against ourselves. It's instead, it's enriching our current moment. So if there's any kind of last hidden delusions or, um, kind of where we really give our power away in terms of giving faith to a specific person or 
a really outdated way of like a old system of belief that doesn't actually give us any real real benefit in how we show up in the present moment. It's not making us a better person. It's not helping us connect deeper with people. It's not bridging intimacy. Those all of those things that we might have previously bought into or um, really attached to or identified with. Um, this is a this is another invitation, a kind of a final invitation from the universe to really let them go, to really see beyond them, and to really see like unless it's serving my reality to help me feel better, to help me have less suffering, to help me have deeper connection with people, to feel you know safe, to feel safe to be myself, to feel safe to, to know my worthiness, um, to trust in life, then. I'm really ready to like let that go, letting that belief or whatever it is, letting it go. And then moving forward. So that is the major astrological buildup from beginning of September to the 21st before we have the equinox and the equinox we've already talked about. So I'm not going to I'm not going to bang my head into the wall uh, and, and go over it again, but it's on September 23rd. And at this point, we're really um, initiating, like I said, initiating this new season, initiating this phase of really letting things go because we're no longer stuck in any kind of attachment to stories or identifying with old, outdated systems of beliefs we're really ready to let go and, and embrace moving forward. Um, it's like the, the ecosystem, right? We're full participation with the laws of nature. And we're ready to just give back. We're, um, we're starting to give back. It becomes very, very much that, that way. And, and relationships begin to become the arena. We start to go into this social season. It's you know, initiating new relationships, initiating new contracts that are really in alignment with where we are and, and the people who have, who match us on what we've been able to show up for ourselves to this point, that's going to be initiated. It's going to be really cool to see what happens between now this equinox and then the spring equinox in the spring, because I think there's going to be a potentially a lot of behind the scenes collaborations happening in this kind of um, this time of night growing of dark growing it's like the people we're, we're gonna we're gonna see who's with us and who's you know spirit's gonna bring us together it's gonna be these matches happening and then this building behind the scenes really getting things started um, to come out in the in next spring and in, in early 2020 even in Capricorn season where it's like, that's going to be really cool to see just I'm, I'm really excited for that and to see like what we create together um but for it's like after all of this personal alignment by ourselves first so use the first half the majority of September to really focus on just continuing to refine and show up for yourself and the changes that you've made and then get excited and be open for who's the right person to help you make that real and how can we by coming together extend that ripple even farther even greater that change can be made even more real and it can affect more people so that's something to be really open and excited about and 
anytime that we invite others into our creative um, inspire, inspired visions, anytime we bring someone else into our our life in general, into our experience, then becomes that need for rebalancing. Again, there's going to be a new, like that's going to start a whole new growth process. And it's a little bit edgy. There's, you know, all the energy that was in Virgo making these beautiful trines to Saturn and Pluto. Now that they're going to be moving into Libra, at the end of the month, we're going to have them start making squares. So Mercury is the first one on the 22nd making a square to Saturn and then Venus making a square to Saturn on the 25th. So now it's about being okay with like we have to adjust and how do we adjust? It's not about equality. There's not always going to be 50-50. It's not always going to be, you're not always going to know um, for certain, like you can't pl- you can't plan on people being an image of of who they need to be it's like people are bringing to the table what they have and then how can we adjust with that and use our self-awareness and use our maturing that's happened to really be able to to do that to have kind of that humility to to be able to adjust and to change and being open to let that kind of be a new growth vehicle for ourselves because otherwise if we get stuck in needing to do it our way again we're going to lose the opportunity to do this work, this great work, even more great and to affect even more people. So it's going to test us in, in this beautiful way. We'll be ready for it. We'll be ready to be open to like learning about ourselves once we bring it into relationship with others and how we, I think communication is going to be really important. And with Mercury and Venus leading these aspects, it is about the receptivity of communication, that Venus sense of attracting and the fem- the goddess, the feminine, the yin nature, um, can we practice listening with more skill? Can we practice pausing and communicating with more patience? And if something's not received right away, really giving yourself the invitation and others the invitation to try again. Um, it's not going to be a one-stop shop. It's not going to be a Again, it's all about trial and error. It's all about showing up and embracing the experience. What can we learn from this? What can we learn together? How can I learn from this person? What can they bring? And really rebuilding and re, um, like visioning. It's revisioning, uh, in a sense, the dynamic of power and how we don't need this one leader tyrannic. Um, kind of situation where it's like it's coming together and like sharing the power and and knowing that the power of the project is what's coming first the power of the vision the power of the impact and the service it's going to have that needs to be what has the all say and then that is what influences and informs us to be able to like not need to get stuck in any kind of power struggle to kind of show up in this way it's like what's in the greatest service to what actually needs to be done for the benefit of everybody and the benefit of the success of this project that is in service. And then finally moving towards the end of the month, we have the Libra new moon. And it's a beautiful new moon. It's at five degrees. Libra, um, the day of the new moon, Venus is making a really beautiful sextile to Jupiter um, and it's, it's great. It's like, we are actually living in a belief system that supports 
connection that actually, you know, we don't just read, um, go to church and, and learn a lesson and then have fights with people and like not know how to get along. <laughs> um, that's, you know, hopefully what's being worked out with this Jupiter Neptune final square is like, okay, like what, let's actually redefine spirituality and beliefs and worldview philosophies that are helpful that actually encourage or support us to actually have more joy and actually have less suffering and actually have more connection and actually have less separation and this libra new moon is like the activation of this new paradigm this new relationship paradigm relationships as we know them are dead like the pair old paradigm is is gone it's it's no longer and through this first process of ourself um, really rebirthing ourselves, renewing ourselves and refining ourselves and then coming into relationship, we have a much greater um, and deeper and richer view and understanding of what relationships are going to look like. And so it's going to be really cool. I think by the end of the month, it's going to be a time for relationship contract renewal and soul soul contracts and really having a deep um a deep clear connection to that we're gonna it's gonna be really clear and it's gonna be what's driving us hopefully um so that's that's really exciting that's something to really look look forward to i think um to really see how much we can make out of this and how we can really step forward collectively um through our personal relationships how we can show up in a way that shows that we do understand more now and we we know how to not cause harm and we know what causes harm and we know how you know we have enough self-awareness self um responsibility self maturity self control um i don't love the word control but it's like self-direction um self-regulation that even if you know the old triggers come up or the old, you know, power struggles come up, we hopefully at this point by the end of September are just like with people that are ready to meet us and are ready to match us in this um, really putting, like showing up with a higher standard of love and a deeper reverence of our humanity, our shared humanity. So I am stoked to kind of wrap on that note with the astrology, I realize I, I, I did a, a disservice. I did not talk about the Pisces full moon. Pis- Pisces escaped me. Oh my gosh. Um, but just to mark the date on your calendar on September 13th, mid-month, there is going to be a beautiful lunation, a Pisces full moon with on the same day, Mercury's making a conjunction with Venus at the end of Virgo and that day is the sun is trining Pluto so the full moon is really bringing these these things to life we're really integrating the evolution of our understanding and our communication and relationships we're really getting on the same page and there's so much support for us to really together align to this higher will I really see this huge portal for just a collective uprising of power because there's going to be um an override an overriding like an ability to really override that small self or that small that self-importance that might show up but we're 
we're ready to step forward. And um, this Pisces full moon is going to really reward us if we, if we do that, if we surrender and live in alignment and integrity of that higher intention, this Pisces full moon is magic making and very powerful. So set yourself up to be ready to celebrate um, for the benefit of all beings on September 13th and to feel good, to really be in alignment with that. And um, to, you know, one way you can practice is just celebrating the success of others and celebrating the joy of others and um, really just sharing this goodwill with yourself and all of the people in your life. Um, this kind of clearing of any kind of bad blood, this is like, it's like washing it all away. <laughs> um, it's a great gift. So receiving that gift. Um, and on that note, that is, that is September. That is a lot. <laughs> we covered a lot. And, um, you know, and it's really, it's exciting and it's all happening. It, it makes sure that you really remember the, there is no rush. There is no rush to get to any destination. Um, there's definitely no rush to get to your destiny um, because it's your destiny. It, you can't help but successfully arrive where you're meant to be if you know who you are and you're connected to a sense of purpose and values um enjoy your journey enjoy the steps and embrace and um you know participate with this labor process with as much ease and peacefulness and really i mean and joy and gratitude as possible um may you have all of the grace that is available may you be in connection to the available grace may you move forward with strong clarity may you be available for infinite forgiveness may you see all things clearly through the eyes of love and may you be open to receiving all of the work you've done (laughs) may be open to receiving the payoff for that and stepping into who you really are Thank you so much. You can check me out on Instagram. You can check me out my uh, my Instagram handle. That's where I'm most active for whatever I just like Instagram's energy the most. Um, so that's what I do. <laughs> and you can find me there. It's just my name. It's just Sarah underscore Posh. And Posh is spelled um, P-A-A-S-C-H. So check me out there. And then also my website, look at my services. I do one-on-one sessions of a variety of different kind of one-on-one sessions. Um, One of them being just a one-on-one kind of manifestation activation sessions, kind of I like to call it. I'm a human design manifester and I love activating people into their next up-leveling. So you tell me kind of where you're at, what you're doing, and I get some awesome downloads on how you can do that and make it even better. I see you and I mirror that back to you and activate you to go do it. So that's super cool. Um, also doing, you know, one-on-one astrology sessions. I do specifically for Saturn returns. Um, also just natal chart readings. It's fun to get, you know, a transit reading specifically or to kind of see what's the astrological weather specifically. How is this hitting your chart right now? That can be really helpful to, if you're having trouble finding clarity, 
um, getting that clarity through looking at the chart. We can, we can find there's different areas and ways to see kind of what is our purpose, maybe um, to get more clarity on that. And also how to work, you know, most mindfully with and most pa- like empowered with the co-creation of whatever's coming up for us. So where are we on that on that evolutionary wheel? What <laughs> what turn are we on currently? Um, you can check all that out on my website. I also do one-on-one coaching, private coaching. Um, I do three and six month packages, and those are really um, really decided and and created person to person, and because I really like to keep it authentic to the, what that person needs. Um, and I am more than happy to do a one-on-one free consultation call with you. You can book that on my website as well. And to really see if we align, if we align, if we connect, if it feels right and it resonates and I feel like the right person to, um, support you and call you forward and your next leg of the journey, then we'll discuss, you know, the details of those package options and pricing in the consultation call. Other than that, I I love you all so much. Check me out, connect, reach out, inquire. It's why we're here. It's what we came here to do. And I really hope to be connected with all of you and just to continue growing this really strong, badass community of, of depth and inspiration and joy. Thank you so much and be well.